So let's just get our Ooh, levels real fast. You ready? Mm-hmm. Hello. 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 Moo? This is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Let's just go <laughs> right into it. No, not by making sound effects, that's for sure. It's <laughs> like your own gripe with the show. Oh, whatever. I tolerate that. Uh, uh, I'm David Holford. We haven't started yet. Fine. <laughs> you like dead protesting. Set on this. We have not started yet. We're not starting by going hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hey, I said moo. You can might as well have like the NBC bells. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. You know there used to be a fourth bell on the NBC bells. <laughs> I'm gonna go pee first. <laughs> there used to be Walt, Walt Windsor's peeing when he regaled the audience with the story about how there used to be a fourth NBC bell. That was only brought out in times of emergency, like when the country went to war and stuff. I believe it was only used twice. Did you know that, Yossi? No, I did not. The more you know. Uh, we have Yossi Wilson with us as the guest today. Windsor, Windsor is in the other room taking a pee. Uh, you might be able to hear that. <laughs> the acoustics are very good. Uh, and the cat so- is sitting and waiting for him. This is the Mystic Pizza Minute. Uh, this is a podcast in which we go through the 1988 Julia Roberts vehicle, Mystic Pizza, minute by minute. I uh, shouldn't have drank all that dust cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm David Holford. Uh, have we started yet? Yeah. Alright, uh, welcome to the Mystic Pizza, everybody. Oh, I already did that. Just say, say your name. I'm John Windsor. And then with us... Yossi Wilson, again. Yeah, alright, so anyway, <laughs> we're on minute 14 here. Yeah, uh, uh, minute 14. Lucky how's, 14. How does minute 14 start? Minute 14 starts with Cat uh, reading the book The Velveteen Rabbit to Phoebe, her, her young ward. She immediately starts by asking her to turn the page, uh, probably because of some sort of like crippling muscular problem on her own part, can't turn the pages. And then, uh, no, it's just the fine motor control. So she reads a bit of that. We kind of hear her mumbling parts of the Velveteen Rabbit. And, and then her dad comes back and is like, oh, wow, you can read. You know? This immediately this qualifies is, you yeah, to this take is care a, of a child. This uh, is an important uh, skill for babysitting. Right. Well, this is after he, like, uh, slams the phone down on uh, old What's-Her-Face. The, the lady who wants to put uh, glass, glass bricks. Brick. 
Yeah. Miss Glassbrick. Into her old-timey Connecticut house, and he's having no part of it, so he slams the phone down on her. But then he looks over at Kat and his daughter Phoebe, who uh, are having a very nice time reading a very sad book. And he, he, like, smiles. It, like, warms his heart. And he's like, oh, you must have the touch. You know? You he's, got he's the like, power. Yeah, I wrote, I wrote that down as well. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he does a quick little interview with her, asks her some well, important Kat questions. Well, Kat says that uh, she's been babysitting for nine years, and Phoebe yeah, says... Yeah, she's been babysitting the uh, the Cardoses. Yeah, the Cardoses. Yeah. I think she said since she was nine. Since she was nine. Okay. Is a nine-year-old really capable of babysitting? Yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe so babysitting by definition means that the parents are like leaving the house, right? And then there's uh, a child there being watched by right. you know well, somebody like the more. The Simpsons had a whole episode about this where Lisa was eight and wasn't able to, and they had her babysit her brother who was ten, and it didn't work well. Right? Maybe. Well, maybe she's doing some light babysitting slash growing up with the Cardosas. Uh-huh. Like maybe the Cardosas are like four, like the mom's off nine. folding laundry or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just yeah. like make sure I, I, make sure this four year old doesn't fall off the couch. Yeah, I did Do- that when I was about my doesn't fall into the open well. <laughs> yeah, no, I exactly. actually when I when I was a kid, uh, when I was about that age, um, my mom was babysitting was babysitting for this little, little this little girl. But we would go there after school, and she would babysit, and she would usually just like end up falling asleep and then my brother and I would be watching the little girl so there was an adult in the house mm-hmm. but we were pretty much her babysitter. You were like the middle manager babysitter. Yes, yes, we there was a there was a um big bird toy that that it was supposed to talk. Now that did most of the work. Yeah. No, we well, well at first it couldn't talk but then we choked it and then eventually it started being able to talk again. Oh, the more oh, we choked wow. it the faster it talked. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, so yeah, uh, Tim Travers starts, uh, you know, doing some light interview questions to Kat, and then he asks her if he has any, uh, or if her family has any history of insanity, uh-huh. which, you know, is probably like a half joke of a question. But, you know, you also probably want to know that, right? Yeah, yeah, and then I wrote down after that, I wrote a little note, uh, no, but your daughter certainly is nuts, yeah, because I, uh, Phoebe lies ooh, again yeah, about ooh, her age. Yeah, I, my first note is, child is pathological liar confirmed, Yeah, I said that last time. Yeah, this is the <laughs> second minute with Phoebe, and the second, the second lie of Phoebe. Yeah. She yeah. says that she's nine years old, and he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> I just told her you were four. I, bet, I, I hope in the next minute she starts claiming that she's like the the reincarnated form of like a civil war general. You know? <laughs> she's the next Sun Ra. She's the uh, she becomes the mystic of Mystic Pizza. She's you know, like... she just starts like going into a trance and just talking in Latin. You know, <laughs> she's like yelling to like her uh, partner who just got shot. Like it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Uh, take my telescope. <laughs> that's not a toy. Oh, that's yeah. not a toy, Phoebe. No. Ah. Big, big twist. She, uh, big twist. She's the previous owner of the house. Oh yeah. 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 Ooh, that's why Phoebe's so crazy. Yeah. Like with the hat. Yeah. I mean, that hat yeah. alone seems. She's like not a, actually saying her, She's not crazy. actually saying her age. She's saying which number incarnation she believes she's on. <laughs> she's uh, unstuck in time. Yeah, <laughs> she's um, she's Billy, Billy Pilgrim. Pilgrim. <laughs> also, I will note. I, I wrote down very lax background check for childcare job. He literally yeah. is like, can he's you like, drive? You can, read, can you drive? Mm-hmm. Any mental illness? Great, you're hired. And well, like... but the real important thing was that the daughter appeared to take a liking to her, which is pretty inexplicable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got within a minute that that daughter is scared of people, but likes cat. 
And that just happened like instantly. yeah, and we don't really know why she she reads so apparently yeah. she's because she's she, she was impressed her. by her like uh, Yale stuff. She yeah. was like, oh, you're going to Yale like my dad. Well, you know, like being two hundred years old, she could probably read auras like a lot better. Like they <laughs> yeah. say, you know, like some koi fish are a hundred years old and no more than like a six year old. Yeah. yeah. So like, if Phoebe is actually like a two hundred year old trapped yeah. in a six year old's body, then she would know how to read people. And what she do you just think a hundred year old koi fish tastes like? Ooh, probably, like, you would have to, like, uh... Like, fine wine. You'd have mm. to chop it up real fine, like, gefilte, you know? Because it's like a... It's like a bottom feed. Gefilte is more of a grinding, though. Mm-hmm. It's pretty yeah. much fish sausage. Yeah, all ground up. So you would probably have it on, like, a cracker or a sandwich. Mm. Like, a hundred-year-old koi. And that would be, like... <laughs> on the, a hundred-year-old cracker. That would be, like, the smartest sandwich you've ever eaten. <laughs> Brain <laughs> food. A lot of wisdom in that sandwich. A lot of patience. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot to work with yeah. at this minute, which I think is the real story here. Yeah. Oh, another thing I noticed that I'm sure was present last last minute, but they've just sort of got like this random, like he's got this random bundle of sticks sitting on the mantel place. Yeah, and, and he's gonna do an arts and crafts projects <laughs> with them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why that is. I just noticed it, and I was like, that is a weird decoration choice. Right. Bundle of sticks. Isn't there another word for that? <laughs> Sure isn't. <laughs> Can't think of one. And uh, so then we do like a scene change, actually, but there's not too much in it. Uh, it goes to like a nighttime, like a truck driving down a uh, road, pulling up into a uh, establishment called the the, the Peg Leg Pub. pub. The peg and the, leg and the pub. car, the car is like you know the gears are grinding as it drives. This driver, this truck driver, just can't really handle. A manual transmission, apparently. Huh, huh. I wonder if that was a, like, a directorial decision or if that was just, like, a the actor's limitation. Like, he was like, drive this, and he's like, I can drive a truck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I was going to look up a little bit about what the Peg Leg Pub actually is in real life, but I imagine we're going to see a lot of the Peg Leg Pub in the next minute. So, so maybe save it. So I'm probably going to save, Although like, it's not like we have a lot going on in this minute. No, that's true. I didn't. Yeah, but but it's the start of a scene. There's usually a lot going on in the. But yeah, the, they're pulling up to this peg like pub. It seems to be like under a bridge. This pub. Yeah. It's like underneath of a highway, so it's probably a real pub in real life that's still around today. But uh, we find out that, uh, or you know, we see that Bill is driving the car. Vincent D'Onofrio, he's driving the truck, and uh, next to him is Josephina. Next to her is Daisy, and next to Daisy is an unknown man who I don't know, maybe. Might be Daisy's date or something, or just who is that? Let me get closer to the screen here. I'm gonna be yelling because I'm gonna be far away from the microphone. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess it's John Cusack. It looks it could be John Cusack. Probably not John Cusack. He's wearing what color shirts does John Cusack usually wear? John Cusack usually wears yellow shirts and a hat. Uh, uh, I I think it's John Cusack. I I think it's probably John Cusack too. So John Cusack's. Totally in Mystic Pizza now. Uncredited role. Uncredited role. Yeah, this was before his, uh, you know, breakout in um, Gross Point Blank. (laughs) (laughs) That is totally the first movie anyone thinks of when they think of him. You know, Gross Point Blank, the one where he chucked that radio at that lady. (laughs) And where he made a microwave explode. He's on the the cover throwing that radio real hard. Yeah, but more about that during Gross Point Blank Minute. <laughs> oh, God. No. <laughs> Who directed Gross Point Blank? Uh, Was it the same director look, as High Fidelity? Somebody look this up. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gross Point Blank. 
Yeah. I have like fond memories of Gross Point Blank as like a 14 year old boy, but uh, I don't think I could ever watch that movie right now as a 30 year one year old man warrior. Has an average of uh, 80% Dan on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. yeah, it has Dan Aykroyd in it. Has Dan Aykroyd like, yeah. in it. Yeah, he's good. That was like one of his darker roles, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, because he's the, he like he the, the enemy. He's like George he's like Armitage. George Armitage directed Gross Point Blank. Did he also do High Fidelity? He also did The Big Bounce. The Big Bounce. Peyton Place. Peyton Place. Miami Blues. Mm-hmm. He was a writer on uh, The Late Shift, the HBO classic. Uh, Who was in The Late Shift? Uh, a guy that looked like David Letterman and a guy that looked like Jay oh, Leno. Oh, oh, that movie, the the Jay Leno David yeah, Letterman movie. That, that's oh, who man. was in that movie. I love that movie actually. <laughs> that was a good yeah, one. it's really good, like HBO nonfiction piece. Anyway, um, <laughs> where are we at? <laughs> Let's maybe uh, kill this puppy. Yeah, yeah, this is going to be a short bit of people. Uh, there's not too much in it. Uh, I imagine there's going to be quite a few episodes of this show like this where we just have really nothing to talk about because nothing is really given to us. And every time so. we do that, we will just go off on a tangent about Gross Point Blank. Yeah, yeah, the, the, I'll tell you what. Next time this happens, we're just going to talk a whole lot about Gross Point Blank. We'll whole, have a whole bunch more about Tony Hawk for you. Well, you should, like, if, if, if the minute's bad in the movie we're doing, we should just switch to that minute in a different movie and just see what's up in that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Maybe we'll uh, switch over to uh, Mona Lisa Smile Minute Ooh. next time. And we'll just simultaneously do Mystic Pizza Minute and Mona Lisa Smile Minute at the same time. So they'll just be called different things, maybe? Maybe. But coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'd like to thank our producer, Steve Richardson. Yeah, and our uh, musician, Bungler. Look him up on Bandcamp. Uh, send us a message on our Facebook page. Uh, we'll read it on the air. Ask us a question. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, our Facebook page currently still under Lunar Media Broadcast, by the way, which is the name of our old podcast. We're trying to figure out how to change that, but uh, so far, no dice. Yeah, there is one way to change your Facebook page name, and that is to put a request in and just kind of cross your fingers for months, apparently, because they may or may not even be looking at it. Or Yeah, we put it in about three weeks ago now. Yeah, like, if they did see it, I'd like to know if they made the decision to change or we not. We should uh, message uh, Mark Zuckerman. Yeah, on his Facebook. Yeah, we'll message Mark uh, if, if he doesn't do it, go to a higher Mark authority to uh, contact uh, contact Tom from MySpace. See if he can change. Yeah, Facebook page yeah, for yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll go to MySpace. We'll probably be on Twitter soon and shit like that anyway. So it's still the budding stages of the Mystic Pizza Minute, everybody. And thank you, of course, to Yossi over here. Oh, you're welcome. It was fun. Was- for coming back and doing another episode of the Mystic. Yeah, Pizza and uh, from all of us here, we would just like to say uh, we love you. Yes, very much. I only like you. You're the only well, you have, you, you're like, you know. Yeah. He's gone after today anyways. So. Yeah, we're the ones that matter. <laughs> much, much love. Much love, everyone. Namaste. Namaste.